On Washington Street, an unassuming beige building with lofty windows and inspiring architecture houses the gift of art. The Newark Museum in New Jersey is where Tumbling into Landscape, a self-portraiture project by Sia Wolfock, is housed. This is Bodies in Flux, self-portraiture outside the canvas, an episode in the podcast series Reckoning and Repair, the Arts that Touched Philadelphia. My name is Wang Gao. I'm a creative writer, friend to all, and Saya is an amazing visual artist based in Brooklyn, New York, who I had the pleasure to speak to about her portraiture that unravels the history of stolen stories and identity. Saya guides us to unlearn and reimagine through her use of unexpected materials, incorporating Hudson River School paintings, medicinal plants, and what we don't know about Sojourner's Truth's infamous Ain't I a Woman speech. Ever since I was a a student, I wanted to explore ideas of identity. I I studied with feminists at Brown and their kind of early influence on thinking through identity as a a critical lens, kind of thinking through the personal as political, really inspired me uh, from the time I was a student. And when I started working on my practice, I, you know, didn't really want my project to be about my particular identity, um, but had had a a pretty diverse experience of being African-American and also European-American, as well as someone who had spent a lot of time in Japan because my mother's Japanese, including my childhood summers with my grandmother who's Japanese. And I wanted the practice that I developed to basically explore all of that, right? Like, what does it mean to cross cultures? What does it mean to uh, be an alien in a place that you call home, be embraced in a place, but also potentially ostracized in a place? And all of that within the context of, um, at the time I wasn't thinking as much about Americanness, but these days I've been thinking a lot about this in terms of Americanness. And so my childhood, you know, being binational and also multiracial very much informed the, the, the germs that would become my practice as a practicing art. I think the focus on Americanness emerged during the pandemic, actually. I've been working on a project where I look at Hudson River School paintings, and Hudson River School paintings are considered one of the first painting traditions to come out of the colonial United States and exported more broadly and globally. I've always loved those paintings. I I love painting, I love landscapes, I love thinking about color and light and form. But the problem for me of these paintings is that they're incredibly alienating in a lot of ways too. So when I started the project, I started thinking about why why is it that these paintings are, are things that I, you know, love and cherish, but also find deeply alienated by? And, and that kind of led to an inquiry about, you know, Americanness, especially as it was framed in that period of time. And, and that continues to impact the way that we understand what Americanness looks like today. That's kind of where the shift happened. But I've also often dealt with questions about where I'm from. I think that question, this question of where I'm from, is often frustrating for me to answer um, because I am 
from the United States. I mean, I was born in Japan and, and definitely raised binationally, but I'm American. It always assumes that I am not of this place. Standing in the exhibit, you see the portrait surrounded by six actual Hudson River School paintings from the museum's own collection. The portrait itself is nothing like a conventional portrait. I uh, intentionally uh, left out any really clear defining features. It's, it's a silhouette. The main defining feature are the bounds of my body. The interior of my body is filled with digital reproductions of Hudson River School paintings mm. that have been composited and kind of distorted, kind of flipped upside down. And at the center of the self-portrait is a quotation by Sojourner Truth. He says, as I was thinking about these paintings, which are associated with the Northeast of um, the United States, I found that the Ain't I a Woman speech uh, by Sojourner mm. Truth was, was actually basically rewritten by a white suffragette. So the really realizing that the Sojourner Truth Ain't I a Woman speech was not her words and that the words had been completely transformed for the political motivations of a specific group at a specific time, so much so that it amplifies racial stereotypes and puts Southern African-American dialect in Sojourner Truth's language cadence. When she grew up on a farm in upstate New York and had, would, ha would have had a Dutch accent in English. And that kind of inauthentic history telling, so much so that someone's voice is completely co-opted and transformed, was probably one of the most profound moments in my research for me. We know this, we know that the people in power are the ones who actually tell histories and record history. To try and transform history and our present and our understanding of our present and our understanding of our future through our understanding of history, the present and the future, we have to kind of uncover and bring to light these fallacies and just continue to reiterate them so that we can kind of emerge and move towards something that that looks that looks more like a more accurate depiction of what's happened in the past so we can we can contend with it so i wanted to incorporate her actual words into mm. the self-portrait that i made um, as a part of my, my history and my legacy as the descendant of slaves in the United States. Mm. So I incorporate her words, um, let her, give her a chance to turn it right side up again. Then from the interior of my silhouette that kind of grows these medicinal plants mm -hmm. that were kind of collected and, and, and preserved by uh, people who live in the Northeast mm -hmm. over time and are in the collection of the barium at the Newark Museum. And I created a series of handmade paper collages based upon those medicinal plants. Standing in front of Saya's piece, you can't help but wonder... What would my self-portrait look like? And a question that is integral in Sai's work. What place would it have in my larger life project? 
being a visual artist especially is it can be quite challenging so I think that you know a couple things I've learned um, one is you know it's what like 1% inspiration 99% perspiration <laughs> like, mm. that's, but also that the the work you make is is a life project is not a, you know each project can just be part of a larger life project and that's really important to remember because sometimes it feels like everything has to go into each project but each project can be iterative um, and um, build upon the last project mm -hmm. and your commitment to your project needs to be quite strong I think because the person who, at the end of the day, lives with that project every day is the artist. You know, attempting to make things because other people are, you know, pressuring you to make things or you feel some sort of external validation will, will emerge from it may be helpful in the short run, but in the long run it really is your life project as an artist. So you know, making sure to kind of cultivate that and be as authentic as possible is, is really important. On Washington Street, tumbling into landscape inspires change in the air. I was grateful to see Sai's portrait in person. While it's only in the Newark Museum from summer 2021 to summer 2023, the impact and legacy of Sai's piece will persist for years to come. Together, we unlearn and reimagine through something as simple as a self-portrait. When you look at yourself, at your self-portrait, what do you unlearn and reimagine? Thank you for listening to Reckoning and Repair, the arts that's touched Philadelphia. Reckoning and Repair is a center for experimental ethnography project engaged with the exhibit Rising Sun, Artists in an Uncertain America, a collaboration between the African American Museum in Philadelphia and the Pennsylvania Academy of the Fine Arts, open from March 23rd through October 8th, 2023. Please check it out if you can, and thank you for listening. My name is Wang Yao, and it has been a pleasure to speak with you all.